So there's this dude on YouTube. He's got this channel. It's called The Cart Narcs. Okay. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> and uh, the whole idea of the video, this guy travels around the country of the United States. Okay. Going parking lot to parking lot, making sure that people are putting away their carts. Whoa. And if you don't put away your cart mm-hmm. and he catches you, he approaches you about it. Oh, no. Yeah. So he'll walk up to these people and be like, why didn't you put your cart away? And most <laughs> of them will just say, fuck off, you know, as you should. Uh-huh. And uh, he calls these people lazy bones i love it i love it you you watch you'll watch one video of it and you'll be like this guy i'm surprised this guy hasn't got killed oh really yeah he's a dumbass is he aggressive you have no idea he's super aggressive he runs he'll run after these people he also carries (laughs) around he also carries around um magnets and like suction cup flaggy things that alert people to knowing that they're these people are lazy bones <laughs> and they're not putting away their their shopping carts what's his viewership it's huge really yeah wow yeah the cart narcs i think it's really funny but like just running towards someone in general There's is a, a bad idea it has a slight novelty that wears off in about 1.5 video views okay. even though he has hundreds of fucking videos literally traveling around the country making sure there there is less lazy bones see it's always kind of uh been a pet peeve of mine you gotta put shopping carts back and most people argue that will argue well they hire people for that well they do they hire people to bring the carts in right but the fact that they have to go around and pick up random carts that aren't in the you know corral Uh uh-huh that's extra work. That's Definitely. unnecessary work. My if you issue. were into lazy bones. Yeah, so he'll approach these people. This, this one dude uh, left his cart in the stall next to him, and the stall happened to be a handicap stall. Yeah, and the guy, this guy was kind of like a fucking murder, the cart narc. Oh. Yeah. Did he just like not give a fuck, or is he specifically mad at the cart narc? He, the cart narc kept placing... Like every time the the guy would disengage, like the conversation, and like get in his car and close the door or whatever, this dude would proceed to throw a magnet on it that <laughs> says something to the effect of "You've been like busted by the cart narcs." Oh my god! Yeah, he's got to be making money off of this. Oh, he's making money for sure. Otherwise, you wouldn't do it. Honestly, I'm really surprised he hasn't. I, I'm, I bet you he has been assaulted. You, at you, the very you would least, think. I'm telling you, you check out this guy's videos. You'll know what I'm talking about. I'll definitely give him a look. That sounds right up my alley. Yeah, cart narcs. <laughs> my issue with the carts now is they have to be sanitized before you use them again. So where do you put the dirty carts? In the corral. The corral means they've been used. Uh, as What if you're not going into the parking lot? See, I'm a walker. Well, then you don't, you don't just push it back into the fucking group of fresh carts. So at my grocery store... Uh, by the exit door there's just like a buildup of carts everywhere and yeah, but people just have the consensus that's where we're leaving them well that's not good there should be if there, if there isn't a designated place then do do as 
when in Rome. That's that's what I do. Don't feel good about it, but if this guy shows to up to that parking lot and catches you, you are fucked. He would have a field day at the Jerry Mart he, parking lot. Oh my god! There's he. I, I'm. I think in this town, he would get fucking shot, or stabbed. Yeah, I bet you. I, I haven't really checked, but I don't think he does videos in Texas because he definitely would have got shot in Texas. Yeah, you'd have to do like places with strict gun laws. Yeah, just to be safe. I've been having this issue recently, where, say, I I'm sweating in a public place. For what reason? Uh, you know, sometimes I get nervous. Sometimes I took the the stairs too quick. All these things. Okay. My sweat smells like wheat. Yeah. I it's, wonder why. It's not good. And I'm like, man, you know otherwise I wouldn't I'm gonna be, be giving myself with away. You, dude, you smell like booze every time I fucking run into you. Yeah, it's like, pretty it's, fair. It is fucking everywhere on you. Really? Yes. Oh. Remember when we went for dinner before Christmas? Yeah, I had a, you I said had a lot you, of drinks. Yeah, but night. you said you even had a shower. I did. It was like you bathed in booze. Really? Yeah. Oh, you were sweating out. That fucking booze is coming out of your pores, man. Shit. Yeah. I worry about this. I'm you thinking know. about like my instructors and shit. Oh, they're, everybody's smelling that shit. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry to inform Well, you. it's better to know, I suppose. Yeah. You better write down the time <laughs> for that one. It was around five minutes. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, yeah, you, you definitely, I, uh, you reek of booze almost all the time. <laughs> I have to say, I usually have a few drinks for the podcast. Yeah, but I think that, like I said, I, I, I it's beyond, it's beyond breath. It is just coming out of me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, well, it's good to know. Good to know. Now all the people know you're still young. I am. <laughs> um, on the topic of videos. Uh huh. There's these other type of videos I've been seeing lately. They're called they're categorized as drip check videos. Have you heard drip have check. you heard of this? No, does it have to do with money? Oh, definitely. Okay. This dude man, I think I don't know if it's a group of dudes, to be honest, uh, that live around the world, or if it's the same dude that just travels around the world. But basically, it seems to me that his mo is to show up to like high school or maybe college and just stand out in front of some sort of common area public area where people have got to walk by and he gets them to uh explain their drip what does that mean like like their outfit they're what they're wearing so okay. they're like so the guy will be like yeah, I got my my Supreme T shirt, seven hundred dollars. Oh no! I got my Timbos that you know they're and they're pricing everything out. And then is that part of the the thing? Yeah, you got to say the price of every right. single thing that you're wearing. Word, okay. Yeah, it's the drip check. <laughs> now and I get so it. These kids are fucking like some of these kids are either full of shit, which is probably the most likely thing. Probably, and a lot of the shit that they're wearing is probably knockoffs, but. There's these kids walking around claiming they got like four thousand dollar outfits, or more. Where, especially if they're carrying a bag, like I said, anywhere like around the world. And it's all these kids just—they're—I want to say kids—they're 
you know, early twenties, mid to late teens, early twenties. Sure. Yeah. Even older in some cases, but mostly that younger demographic. But yeah, this whole drip check thing is crazy. Cause like, you mean you think about like how shitty it is already in fucking high school, the dynamics of friends and clicks and all of this bullshit. Now you got a fucking a you got drip a, checker. You got to carry a receipt around of what you're <laughs> fucking wearing. Like, are you kidding me? If I had like, if I had like some name brand shoes, I was fucking happy as a kid. Hell yeah! Forget you know, like I said, having like a five hundred dollar Supreme T-shirt. Are they that much? A Supreme T-shirt? Yeah, I think is I think Supreme is is it is it uh, Louis Vuitton owns Supreme? Really? I think so. See, that's fucking hype to me these hype beast bullshit yeah that is absolutely it's obscene. a brand it's a whole branding thing man yeah supreme i'm pretty sure it's owned by louis vuitton the if, f organization yeah isn't that louis vuitton don't believe so mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure it is Re- regardless 500 dollars, 700 dollars for a t-shirt that's Hell just for the no, t-shirt. Man. These motherfuckers are wearing layers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any garment is worth that unless it's like uh, some serious adventure gear. You know, like you're wearing it to Antarctica or the desert. Hmm. Yeah, it seems that this VF company is a conglomerate. They also own uh, the North Face, Vans, Timberland, Whoa. and more. Oh, my God. So I guess it isn't Louis. Regardless, owning all those brands, they're making bank. Anyway, yeah, they do sell stupid shit like $500 t-shirts. I don't get it. Anyway, yeah, these trip check videos. You should check those out as well. It sounds pretty entertaining. It's it's entertaining. It's definitely... You can watch more of them, more of those drip check videos than you can of the Cardinarks, for sure. Of the, the card, yeah. The Cartonarx ones, that guy, I'm telling you, I just, and it doesn't, I'm obviously it's not going to ha- happen uh, in the videos that he posts, but I just keep waiting for somebody to fucking clock this dude. If that did happen. Oh, he definitely. Would, I'm. If, if it hasn't happened, there's an attempt has been made. He has evidence. It's on video. Yeah, but he's like provoking. If I was the, if I was the cop, I'm not sure how the law works in that sort of a situation. <laughs> With the harassment first. Yeah. But he is definitely provoking and <laughs> deserving a fucking beating in, in my books. Yeah. I don't like being approached by anybody. The problem is is these people, they engage him. Mm. The ones that even engage him, well, that, that's the problem. You just shouldn't say shit. If you ain't putting your card away, don't, don't say fucking shit. Just get in your vehicle and drive away. No, these people are rolling down their window, get away from my fucking car, and he then he puts a fucking magnet on the car, and then they get out of the fucking car. It's That's, fucking you crazy. Just take the magnet and leave. You know, just drive away. Yeah, or fuck the guy up, one or the other. But like I said, <laughs> you're never going to get to see the guy getting fucked up. I mean, they're his videos. If they were the, you know, the reverse cart narcs, the people that were like putting out bait carts <laughs> trying to catch the <laughs> trying to get the cart narc. See, that'd out. be a pretty sweet rival channel. Yeah, that would be, but the thing is, is you'd have to have some sort of inside knowledge as to which um lots this dude is working at. 
seems to be one guy. Hmm. I mean, there's a lot of parking lots in the continental United States. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I'm sure there's some way to do it. The cart knocks. Yeah, and the drip check. Definitely the drip. You got to check out the drip check just because it's so absurd. How like, long are the videos, roughly? I don't know, 10 minutes probably. It's a lot of it drip to, to be, check. Uh, you don't have to watch all of it. You could you could watch two or three people uh, describe their outfit and get the gist of it. Let me see if I can find it. The audio, the audio would even be in, enough. It probably would. I always try and keep it simple, you know? Never jump for a piece of clothing with a name on it. I have like four of this exact shirt. Yeah. And four of this exact shirt. I try and wear. I try to almost be wearing a uniform. Yeah. I usually go black or white shirt and a good colored pant. You're good to go. Yeah. I like the minimalism idea. Don't need to go too crazy. Okay. Um, I don't think this is the original drip check guy, but. This is a drip check, so. Yo, what's up, you guys? It's your boy, Carlos. Here we go. I'm going to be going around school, drip checking people, see what they got on. Like, <laughs> like what you got on, boy? Okay, so my drip is <laughs> all white Air Forces with some light wash jeans and uh, the Supreme tee that came out in week one. And Ooh. this, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, this cost me like 90 bucks, 60 bucks. And like 38, because retail boys only. So let's go check out what other people were wearing. Uh, I don't got, I don't got nothing right now. Like these kids are right slumming now, it, by like, the way. Yeah, really? He got these dirty ass fucking Yeezys on. Yes, sir. Anyway, you get it. Yeah, you've got. That's just so much time to spend on thinking about those things. No, it's just interesting. Like these, the, these are just some average kids. Like for the most part, that he just was looking at. I've seen some ones where these kids are fucking sweaty, man. They are, they are all. <laughs> it's like, it's like they had got advance notice that the drip check guy was in town uh -huh. and was gonna show up to the smoking area <laughs> of their local school or whatever, and they they put on their best shit uh-huh yeah that's what m the most of the videos i've seen are like so like they're always trying to up the cost like that one kid at the beginning he said he paid like uh 120 bucks for his louis v belt uh -huh. the guy looks it up online it says 390 this is like it's obviously it's fake right? yeah anyway i don't know I just feel like the money could go to better things but well that's the other thing is these kids aren't paying for that shit probably not no, 100%. No. Unless they're dealing drugs or something. True. No kids making uh, enough money to be buying thousands of dollars outfits. You'd hope not. No. Yeah. Uh, not if they're doing anything legal. Got to teach those kids some responsibility. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> if you had a preferred boxed mac and cheese, what would it be? Um, I really try not to eat it. Fair enough. Boxed? Yeah. Hmm. Does Velveeta count? Do they do a like a mac and cheese? Yeah, but it's in a, it's not in your traditional box, but it does come in a box. 
Anyway, regular okay. mac and cheese. I yeah. would I would always go with the president's choice white cheddar. Whoa, yeah. president's choice. Yeah, I am not a fan of mac and cheese, but if I am gonna eat mac and cheese, that that white cheddar is the fucking shit. I haven't tried Velveeta, the PC brand. Velveeta is on like another level. You can't even compare it to a good Velveeta mac and cheese is. Yeah, you don't want to compare it to a craft. No, no. I would always go with the craft, but recently got converted to the Annie's. Annie's white Annie's cheddar is okay. Yeah, no, but it doesn't compare to uh, President's Choice white cheddar. Are the President's Choice white cheddar shells or straight up nudes? Um, it may come in different forms, but mm. um, I believe it's in the regular macaroni form. Well, the the Annie's are in shells, and it's my preferred. Velveeta comes in shells. That's a superior shape pasta i think the velveta um, mixture uh-huh. in the box is liquid whoa yeah it's not powder so how do you prepare it well i mean it's a solid at room temperature does it heat it up yeah you just you know squirt it on your on the hot cooked noodles and it just melts hell yeah i can't remember if you still have to add milk or some milk product or something but i feel like, like it's been a long time Milk product probably wouldn't uh, go very well with the Velveeta. It may not be necessary for the mm. Velveeta. It's definitely necessary for you know your average mac and cheese. Nice. You've been eating a lot of mac and cheese? <laughs> yeah, I have. Shit, you know how bad it is for you? I know. You know it's how fucking good, crazy the mac and cheese game is? Like, I, I do. I watch this video on YouTube. Do you realize the that they put the nutritional information on the side of the box is for uh raw like without the powder no it's without it being completed it's if you were to eat the ingredients as are yeah without adding any milk or water or cooking or anything that's how fucking deceptive they are because if they had if they had to add in the actual fat content it'd be fucking you know way past your daily limit so you're saying they're not including the it's X a, number it's of unprepared butter. The nutritional information on the box of Kraft cheese is unprepared. It's fucking super deceptive. I don't know if that's deceptive because like if they're that, saying who's going to eat it that way. But when you're reading if the box, all they're providing is the macaroni and the cheese powder. Right. But shouldn't they if they're not if they're not providing the nutritional information um, of a prepared meal then where do you get that information? It's not on the box anywhere. Like you just got to pe- factor in the not added that people uh, that margarine. Are on diets are fucking eating uh, craft cheese. That's for sure. I'm sure there's somebody out there who Fuck enjoys no. it on a that's, cheat day. It's one of the worst things. It's probably, you know, um, good for your caloric buck. Definitely. But it's not good for you. That's for sure. Oh, and I crave it recently. Ugh. I don't know what's going on, it's man. Disgusting. But, the Annie's, they say it's 80% organic. I don't know what that organic means. Organic what? Ingredients. Does that really matter? I'm not sure what organic really means. Organic has uh, a lot of different definitions depending on the country of origin. It does. Yeah. Whatever. Brings me to uh, another point. Uh, GMOs. Uh-huh. I don't understand why people are so concerned about eating GMOs. Well, it's a fucking lobby, just like milk, okay, right? Mm. Like, if the farmers weren't doing all this got milk fucking bullshit, nobody would be drinking as much fucking cow milk as they are. Probably not, no. No, but they try to get kids hooked on it young. Mm -hmm. But it's just so fucking irrational. Like, 
what other mammal is drinking another mammal's milk? None. Like, no, you're supposed to, you know, suck on the teat until a certain age and yeah. then you move on. But no, no, they're trying to keep you on the teat for your whole fucking life. But the teat of a fucking another animal, it's so gross when you really think about it. It really is. Like, I won't and drink milk. Yeah. I'll use milk products like cheese, yogurt. I'm, I'm the fine same way. With, I just won't drink milk. No. And then I think about like how it must be produced. Not once it comes out of the cow. I mean, there's just a lot of processing. Pasteurization. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of shit in there I don't want to drink. No. But I think I think is I can't give up the dairy products. No, neither can I, man. Like butter can't be replaced. Neither I can like ice cream or cheese. No. Like I've tried these non dairy cheeses. They're okay. They're not even close to real though. No. You gotta almost think of and, it as not a cheese. And they're full of chemicals. And the caloric value a lot of the times isn't great no. in terms of the quality of it. That beyond beef shit is like so high in fat, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's not good for you at all. No. With that being said, non-saturated fat's better than saturated, but still, it's it's a lot of a lot of intake. But yeah, uh, genetically modified organisms, it seems like people get, uh, like on a lot of boxes, it's like non-gmo ingredient everything is gmo though gluten exactly and like 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 what do you what do you define as gmo like if you really think about it um the the corn the the corn that people grow and the wheat that people grow farmers nowadays it was um over generations and generations they've been picking the things they like about certain grains exactly. and not growing the other ones to the point that isn't that really a form of GMO? Like nowadays, like there's the, that's the reason they say a lot of people have this um, intolerance with flour and stuff, right? It's because it's not the way that it was originally intended. Like um, nature typically builds into the, each food, the enzymes needed to digest it 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 occurs in meat it occurs in all kinds of vegetables but when you when you're like picking this certain uh plant out of thousands of plants and slowly weeding never growing those other plants you don't really have like you know that's what they call like factory flower and shit like that you know it's the same with corn yeah and like we're selecting so every traits that everything we need. is essentially GMO. So if you're eating <clears throat> any corn, yeah, chances are it's GMO. Bananas, yeah. So I mean, supposed to have seeds. But try and find um, a packaged food on the shelf that doesn't have some sort of a corn product in it. It'd be difficult to find. They're few and far between. I just think people need to stop worrying so much about GMOs. Uh, like, to a certain extent, I think so. I think it's good to be cautious, but I think that like. You know, there's some extremists out there. There was a paper released from the FDA in like the early 2000s. And there's a group of scientists <clears throat> making a tomato called the Flavor Saver Tomato. Uh-huh. And they engineered it pretty much for yield, not necessarily taste. The consumer side didn't work out. But they fed rats only these tomatoes over a period for the study. Sure. Rats don't eat tomatoes. Okay. The rats died. And the statement from the FDA is genetically modified organisms lead to death in rodents. Sure. 
sparks a whole thing and people it's are because of lobby lobby groups dude. it is because of lobby groups yeah it's 100 percent because of lobby groups yeah one thing that's interesting is that have you ever heard of the cavendish banana no i'm sure that's what it's called um same thing as like um wheat uh years and years and years um they were weeding out all these different types of bananas to get the perfect banana yeah and um now all all bananas are this cavendish uh variety monocrop right but the problem the problem about it is yeah they are called the cavendish you're our standard banana um the problem is there's this fungus out there yeah well it would be fine if they were growing all these different varieties of bananas, but it particularly seeks out the Cavendish banana. And there's nothing else to mix into the population. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So there, there's this like greenhouse in the UK somewhere that has like the original Cavendish banana tree. Interesting. Yeah. It's fucking crazy shit. I, I agree. The, the monoculture thing is definitely an issue because then the population is fucked if anything happens. That affects its phenotype, but uh, yeah, right now in Canada, GM crops, which are made by essentially, you take a plant, blast it with X-rays, it mutagenizes some genes, and then you select the plants that have the mutations you want, and breed them. Mm-hmm. You can do that without screening, but if you're doing a like a transgenic plant where you're using CRISPR or like uh, agrobacteria to move genes from one plant to another. The regulations are like through the roof and it really slows down the process of making crops that are useful for people, I think. But okay. I don't know. The two, it really comes down to the definition and the lobby groups probably do have a lot to do with it. Um. Okay. <laughs> well, it's definitely the lobby groups. Yeah. No, 100% it is. It's also that um, those crops are more predictable, right? You can, yeah, you, yeah because far, factory farming is all about knowing exactly what your yield is going to be. One hundred percent. And like nowadays, like so, there's this. I don't remember the dude's name. Um, I'm pretty sure Monsanto bought that bought his comp- but this company, but he he was one of the founders of Google. And he create he left Google and he created this algorithm that um, was able to predict what your yield was going to be as a farmer anywhere based on environmental these, conditions. Sure. To the point that he started um, an insurance company saying that, you know, if you do exactly what our app tells you to do, when, when to plant, when to farm, when to, you know, that we're going to guarantee you X yield. And if not, we're going to pay you the difference. Wow. Yeah. And this software, like you, if, if you're a factory farmer, you've got to have it. It's like the, the shit. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. I'm pretty sure Monsanto bought it though. And wow. Monsanto is bare agro. Really? Yes. The most evil company in the world. Bear or just bear Next agro? To Facebook. The entire bear, bear. company. Well, no, Bear Agro. All their Agro stuff is it's Monsanto rebrand, hmm. rebranded. Interesting. Monsanto is this company of basically of lawyers, patent lawyers that are trying to patent fucking genetics. Yeah, 
you know, that's some bullshit. I don't know. I don't know if I agree. It's total bullshit. If you okay, if so you no, create no. the variety, right? But the thing, the problem is, is what 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 a company like Monsanto does is they create um, a GMO canola, right? But you got to use their fucking um, herbicide to ensure that it's going to work, and they offer guarantees on yield as well, right? Right. Meanwhile, you're soaking your fucking uh, fields with glyphosate which is a fucking toxic chemical. People have been suing Monsanto for years and winning, settling lawsuits that that groundskeeper in California, reproductive issues. And this dude got like $300 million from Monsanto yet. They're still saying, Oh no, no, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not a carcinogen yet. There's this like interview where somebody's interviewing this dude from Monsanto and he's like, it's so safe. You could drink it. And they literally <laughs> pour a, a cup of it and they're like, okay, well then drink it. And obviously he does. Of course not. Anyway. Yeah. I, I agree that like if you're forcing people to use all of your products to use that crop, but the that's pro- monopolizing. The problem cool. with that canola is, is it's indestructible. You'll see canola popping up all over neighborhoods anywhere. Like people that just go out and grab some soil to do a little bit of landscaping. Yeah. There's any hint of that fucking Monsanto canola in there. It'll just grow like a weed and you cannot, there's nothing you can do to kill it except with, you know, this glyphosate bullshit. Right. And then um, it can cross fertilize other fields. N- not only that is if you get caught with that growing on your land, you, they, they could sue you because you don't have their right. license for the product. But it's basically a fucking weed. Like if you start paying yeah. attention to the ditches and stuff, there's as, weed everywhere. No, but there's canola everywhere, and it's mm. all that GMO fucking Monsanto bullshit. Yeah, I see the the issues with it, but I do think that GMO crops could benefit the food security issue globally. I don't, I don't doubt that for a second. But Monsanto is trying to just own everything. That's not right. No, I'm not saying that GMO is wrong. What I'm saying is these fucking genetic patent lawyers that are trying to. Um, put a patent on every single plant there is mm. and claim that, oh, yeah, well, now we own it because we put a patent out. You know, we genetically modified this one piece of what we found in the wild and yeah. now this is ours. That's some fucking bullshit. It's a tricky one. Yeah, I don't agree with it. I don't, you'll never get me to agree with it. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Yeah, you'll have to do some more research on Monsanto. More thinking. Yeah, I, I'm familiar with the evils of Monsanto. Well, obviously not, because uh, anybody that is interested in this sort of an area knows that Monsanto is one of the most evil companies of, in existence. I'm familiar with them. I just think that the the GMO argument like always goes to Monsanto, because it's... Well, they were the biggest company in the world that was doing it. Yeah, and that's th- why. Still They're are. the Walmart of fucking genetically Canola. modified organisms yeah 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 they are the biggest case study yeah that's why yeah i i see that point yeah okay so remember when um what the fuck is his name um the queen's husband died not too long ago like in the last year or whatever okay his name? Which Prin- one? prince philip all right um so you know like in the uk they've got uh all those BBC like radio stations and yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. shit like that. Oops, not this. Um, 
they got all these BBC radio stations and shit. And um, on in one case, this is how the announcement of his passing came. All right. Okay. This is uh, off of uh, BBC Radio One dance anthems. Buckingham Palace has announced the death of His Royal Highness, the Duke of Edinburgh. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Live. Was it, it on happened. purpose? That's just how it came across the airwaves. Oh, my God. Like they just took that small five-second break to inform you, and then it just <laughs> into another beat. Oh, that's fantastic. It's got a lot of comedic value. Kind of seems like it was a middle finger. Yeah, you want to hear it again? Yeah. Buckingham Palace has announced the death of His Royal Highness, the Duke of Edinburgh. <laughs> uh, yeah. See, the people listening to that... Uh, Probably pissing themselves as well. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think it's the, the lover of the royal family who listens to that. Well, there used. Have you ever heard that uh, that um, <laughs> that techno song? Um, James Brown is dead. It's really old. I don't think so. Who's it by? I'll tell you. I'm gonna play it. Um, it's by, it was by a a group called L.A. Style. Nice. Um, and I mean, James Brown was alive for oh. a long time <laughs> after this uh, song came out. Uh, you want to hear it? Yeah. This is the original mix. Okay. You get the gist of it. Is that like 90s? Early 90s. Yeah, like, it sounds I like it. Say like 91, 92, 93 at the most. Interesting. Yeah. See, I get down with some of that kind of stuff, but that was a little too uh, hard style for me. Oh, I've got some I've got some of that kind of weird shit to try out on you if you're interested. Hit me, man. Let's do it. Um, you have another topic you want to talk about? I got a few of those. No, go no, go this. ahead. I'm, I, I have to, I have them on my... Uh, <laughs> my phone but okay. i'll bring them up while you're talking sounds good um so last weekend mm-hmm. around there uh, i think it was last sunday i was hoping to maybe do some acid this weekend so mine hasn't come in yet i was looking around seeing if there's any available and i found on our I googled a, a phrase and it came up with a psychedelic and hiking club in our city what the fuck? And there's 700 members. I'm like, okay, this is kind of weird. So I go in, take a look around, and on take a look around of what on their web page. Oh, okay. And one of the pictures was like an advertisement similar to the one that we saw from right, our old right. friend Zodiac. Zodiac. 
So they wanted contact through Wicker. So whatever, some kind of like Telegram or something. Yeah, uh, encrypted messaging app. So I messaged the guy, and quick to respond. Asked him how much for the acid. He's like, we do half sheets for three hundred or full sheets for six hundred. Wait, are you being as detailed as exactly as this went? It's it was pretty quick, yeah. Like I literally you just didn't ask what the dosage size of the acid was. Well, that was my next question. Well, let's get to it. That's what matters. So, so three hundred for a half sheet and six hundred for a whole sheet. And I'm okay. like, okay, a little pricey, but whatever. And I ask him the dosage. He doesn't give me an answer, but he says Bitcoin only. And I say, sorry, man, I only cash. Been burned too many times before. Sure, not doing it again. Um, the guy ends up calling me on this wicker app right and i figure fuck it let's let's pick up so the guy pretty much said man listen i know it's you got to worry about scammers but you can trust me i've been in the business for a long time but what's the dosage so that's how i got him I'm like all right tell me this how many micrograms is each tab and he goes um yeah 25 i'm like no, no. And I just hung up and blocked the number, but uh, that's all it is out there. The scammers, man. Well, I took some acid last night. How was it? So, yeah, yeah. I think I'm good for, for quite a while. Did you gonna, take a lot? Always. How much you take? I uh, started out with three. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to tell you how many it ended up with, but I slept like a fucking baby. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. A little hairy at times, or all smooth sailing. Um. Maybe 20 minutes of hairiness. Yeah. But that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was actually a little bit disappointed. <laughs> you want a little more mayhem or what? Hell yeah. <laughs> I want to be like full burn victim for, I don't know, you know, at least a couple hours. The Man, does the burn victim not like, do you ever look in the mirror and like see a burn victim? No, but when I see things from far away, they look like everything. It looks like things are melting, like people and <laughs> cupboards and everything. Oh, man. Yeah. Like if we're sitting on the balcony and yeah. somebody walks by on the path, they're fucking melting. They look like they're made of wax. There's been a few times where you, me and Johnny are doing our thing and it's... Oh, I'll just start see that fucking person's cracking face? up. <laughs> yeah, that's, what, that's when you know you took the right amount of fucking ass. Oh, shit, man. I'm glad you had a trip for yourself. Yeah, it was okay. Like I said, you gotta, you gotta just take take the full amount right, right at right once. there. Yeah, because otherwise you're kind of prolonged in this weird limbo. I am at least. Anyway, it was good. Nice. Yep. I found my DMT. That's good. Yeah. I guess. I'm, I'm happy about it. I'm scared as fuck to take it, though. Yeah, it's dank. My, uh, my buddy says he's got a connection for DMT vape pens. Don't believe it. And if it tastes anything like fucking smoking through a water pipe, I'm not interested. That's that's the kicker, hey? It fucking it it's like, okay. It's like if your grandpa uh -huh. used to play fucking hockey and throughout his entire hockey career he wore the exact same jock strap. Uh-huh. And then Oh no. Um he never um aired out his hockey gear. He just took it home and put it in a plastic bag and tied a knot with the plastic bag. And then, you know, 45, 50 years later, you're cleaning out the basement and you find this plastic bag with a knot tied in it and you open it up and you're like, oh, it's DMT. 
that is the exact same thing that smoking DMT is like. It's like the the dirtiest, the muskiest. It's so fucking gross. I like. I love the taste. Oh, I love it. Do you like sticking fucking like batteries <laughs> on your tongue? <laughs> when I was a kid, actually. Jesus Christ, um, that is it's the worst of the worst. When it's vaped, it smells like sweet. I don't. I've never vaped it, but I think that's the thing. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not investing in it. That's for sure. That's fair. I want to make it when it's legal sometime. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm unless there's some way to take it orally. I'm not interested. I'm not definitely not going to snort gotta take, that like, shit. Maoi inhibitors and that can fuck your shit up. Whatever. I'm I'm good. I don't even really need it. No. I, the one time I did it was enough. Yeah, that's probably for the best. It's too fucking dank. <laughs> just even like you'll never for, ever forget what it smells like that no. smoke smells like mm-hmm. oh, like i said it smells like your burnt burnt grandpa's jock strap never been washed oh fuck yeah and it's made of plastic you know you know burning plastic is right it's got it a little like shit definitely a bit of those qualities yeah, oh it's got any the worst things the worst smells of anything burning you can imagine like burning hair yeah, burning plastic, it's all combined into uh, the DMT smoke. It's just not worth it. Just a bad way to start your voyage, hey? Especially if you're like, you know, not somebody who is into recreational drugs. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, I really, you know, want to have this DMT experience. That will fucking, you will never smoke anything through a water pipe ever again if that's, if that's the first thing you smoke through a water pipe. A buddy of mine came over one time and i had the dmt He was like yeah i've done it before so we loaded up and i guess he hadn't really had like enough before and never again freaked him the fuck out well if you're not if you don't know what to expect yeah yeah you can really fuck your shit up i thought he knew he told me he knew but i you can have a strong fucking ego literally to be able to you know come back from that shit yeah, that shit will fuck. That's you what up. happens to these people. You know, they say, "Oh, he took fucking mushrooms, and he was never the same." Well, it's, he should shit, not have been taking shit mushrooms. Got too fucking real in his brain, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something seriously a snap. That's clicked. what that's what happens. You know, you could feel it. It's always there when you when you take a large dose of mushrooms, large dose of acid. It's there, man. If you're not, if you don't, if you're not like on fucking duty, you know monitoring this situation shit could go wrong that like happens the, to you too oh of course but i'm like with experience you oh. you just know how to fucking control it because i still get wigged out sometimes yeah that means you're doing too much probably yeah you gotta get another 20 years of uh recreational drug usage to work my build way out. A tolerance <laughs> interesting to know that you also have to keep things straight and narrow oh but it just it's just it's an afterthought at this point. Yeah. Like, like even like when things were getting hairy for 20 minutes yesterday, I was just like, things are getting hairy, but this is fucking awesome. When have I felt like this in a long time? No, I just wish the whole, you know, general um, trip is like that. Yeah. Just like, like the, where you're just like, you're like uh, mm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, where you could just like close your eyes and <laughs> drift off to Never Neverland, literally. Yeah, yeah. I was seeing some crazy fractals last night. 
That's one of my favorite things to do rolling solo. Like I love tripping with good friends, but I also love rolling solo for that reason. I was watching the hockey game. Nice. Yeah. It looked like a video game though. <laughs> like it there was nobody in the stadium or whatever either. Right. <laughs> right? So that didn't help, but it I only watched like I don't know, 20 minutes because like I said it just looked like a fucking video game. I like watching basketball on acid. Hmm. Big fan. But it kind of looks like video. Games. I watched. Um, I've been I've been watching a bunch of this shit where St- Stanford University. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what this guy's name is, but they've released. I don't know. Must have been out for a long time. I think they're these videos are more than ten years old. But they got this like prof um, where he's doing oh, Robert Sapolsky. I don't fucking know. I just said I don't know. Sorry for cutting you off, dude. Um. He is teaching like it seems like a an inter like a first semester or first year class on human bio behavior. It's fucking interesting as fuck. Um, and then I was watching this other one where this dude I don't remember his name either, and I'm not sure what university he was at, but he was uh, explaining gravitational versus kinetic energy, mm-hmm. and he had this like uh, like almost like the size of a bowling ball. But it was made of like steel. Yeah. And like puts it on a string. And, you know, he talks about how if you just swung this from this one place and it hit you in the head, you'd die. Mm-hmm. And it's like 150 joules or something really, really fucking low. Um, so he goes to like this one side of the class. That's like a big lecture hall or whatever. And he takes the ball with him. And he's got it like up to his chin. And then he lets it go and it comes back and it's just like like a millimeter from smoking him. But he's trying to explain this whole, you know, gravitational versus kinetic energy. Yeah. It's very interesting shit. It's cool that they have all of these lectures out there. I think I'll level with you. I've seen that one. Yeah. I think that's a pretty popular one. I think it's Stanford or MIT as well, but all those, you're right. The open courseware stuff that they're doing is fantastic. Yeah, like I said, these lectures are very old. Did the biology guy have like long hair, like a ponytail? Yeah, he like it looks like a like Nostradamus a little bit. Mm, more looks like um, Bob Ross meets Theodore Kaczynski. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's Robert Sapolsky. Yeah, that could be. It's. I agree. It's let the people learn. Well, I mean, it's just it's just interesting shit. Definitely is. Um, what else we got here? Oh, so we haven't talked about, uh, Mr. Neil Young. No, right. We haven't. Right. Right. So initially, I don't think people thought it was a big deal that he was going to pull his music from Spotify. Yeah. But do you know that since his music got pulled from Spotify, their stock price is down $4 billion dollars wow yeah so i'm not going to spend too much time on this what's that as a percentage do you know i don't know um so you think about you think about from spotify's perspective right they're like oh you know neil we can't we can't remove that podcaster yeah you know we we spend a hundred fucking million dollars on this guy Mm -hmm. and neil's like Get rid of my fucking music. And then they lose $4 billion. In like 
a few days. So it would have been smarter for them to keep, you know, on the side of uh, Neil, let's mm-hmm. just say. Yeah. And uh, it's just hilarious. And then you see all these other artists jumping off as well. Well, I've seen mm-hmm. one, Joni Mitchell. And then I guess the guitarist from Crazy Horse. So that's pretty isolated. Yeah, but I mean, Neil Young is going to have um, publishing rights on almost on the majority of any fucking crazy horse stuff. So that would have come down anyway. Right. Yeah. But it's fine. It's good. Whatever to show them some support or whatever. But um, I think it's an interesting move. Yeah, it's really interesting. It's uh, I'm sure glad that I haven't switched over to Spotify (laughs) because uh, I listen to Neil Young a lot. Yeah. He's on my regular rotation. So it would be real inconvenient to have to go somewhere else to to just listen to Neil. Neil. It's very true. Anyway, I mean, like, when you think about it, he has one of the best catalogs of music in existence. Most definitely. Yeah, there's not too many people out there that have, or bands or artists that have a catalog like that. Nope. And Spotify has said they're going to put on, like, content warnings. Um. I read that uh, Sirius XM, they they created or they returned on their their Neil Young channel, so it's Neil Young twenty four seven on one of their stations. Oh, that's fucking awesome! Yeah, that's a smart move. But um, I went and checked out Neil's website. Neil has got this fucking amazing website. Do you know that for twenty twenty dollars you can have access to all of Neil's music for a year, everything. Even like stuff that I've never even heard of, like stuff archive shit. No, like really old stuff, like uh, before he got signed as oh, a wow. recording artist. Um, and they've laid it out in this this really cool format on the website, in where um, you can look up any Neil Young song or album or whatever, and it basically has a file, like a literal file folder. That's the graphic behind it. Um, that comes up with all this different information about where it was recorded, when it was recorded. Mm. Like he's done a crazy job to, you know, create this historical sort of document of all of his music. I never, I'm surprised I never heard about it before. Um, I only went to look at it because of this whole Spotify controversy. Um, and that Neil Young used to have a streaming service. He had a lossless streaming service. Right. That, uh was way ahead of its time even now we don't have the bandwidth like it would cost you an arm and a leg to stream lossless music Hmm. like you're talking about um you know as an mp3 file uh, the average song would be let's say five megabytes wow whereas two and a half times no but whereas in lossless form it's more like 60 megabytes oh so 12 times yeah or if not more Sometimes wow. even up to 100 megabytes per song uh, for lossless quality. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, for 20 bucks, you could just subscribe to Neil. I don't, know if Why there, not? I don't know if there's an app that comes with it or if it lets you download the entire uh, thing of his music. But whatever, he's been doing it for long before this controversy That he came has. Up. And it's, I mean... He's definitely making a, a difference. Well, it's interesting. You know, yeah. He obviously doesn't need the money. 
No, he doesn't. I would assume as a re- like a recording artist that nowadays a large sum of your money is coming from streaming. I wonder how much. Like it's got to be. Well, it's. I mean, it's like it's pennies or whatever a play, but it yeah. fucking adds up. Yeah, I suppose so. Like every time a radio station plays a song, they have to pay. I wonder if it's comparable to a it's pro- price for a stream. It, no, because of the audience is much larger for a radio. It's probably mm-hmm. more for the radio station. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I remember when I was in recording school, um, we we're talking about like publishing and legalities that like you couldn't, if you owned a, a retail store selling clothing um, and you were playing, you know, people's music, you had to pay them in Canada. As if you were a radio station, so can society of musicians and whatever yeah. writers and musicians in Canada. Um, yeah, you have to pay for every play hmm. of a song that you play. And I mean, they were, when they started policing it, people were getting fined up the yin yang. That makes a lot of sense. I used to work at restaurants that were like part of chains, and the playlist had to be specific from like right. a specific application totally. or, or a vendor. Yeah, it always pissed me off. I'm like, let me play my because shit because they just pay the vendor and it's all included. Hmm. Yeah, it's much easier to manage than trying to manage it yourself. Interesting. And that there's a lot of smaller spots that are just playing their own stuff. But I guess when it's one location, people probably aren't going to worry too much versus a chain. Yeah. So uh, in celebration of Neil, yeah. Um, I don't know why this song came to mind when I was thinking about Neil this week. And the shit that's going on. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm glad I did think of it. Because it's just fucking amazing. This song. It's uh, it's called Piece of Crap. And it's off of his 1994 uh, album. Dedicated to Kurt Cobain. Sleeps with Angels. Okay. Uh, yeah. The song's called Piece of Crap. It's only three minutes long. We'll see how much of it we listen to. But think about it. 1994. All right. This came out. Is he talking about a phone? Um, which part? The last verse? Yeah. Um, so the first one is, um, tried to save the trees, bought a plastic bag. The bottom fell out. It was a piece of crap. And this is in like the 90s when plastic bags were really just taking over from paper. Now it's kind of the reverse, right? Yeah, paper's coming back. Um, the second verse, I think, was the one that you're... Uh, asking about is 
saw it on the tube, the TV. Yeah. Bought it on the phone. Yeah. Which is interesting because he's talking about calling it in. Yeah. Although we're still buying shit on our phones. True. Yeah. Yeah. It makes more sense now, I think, even than then. Mm. So, yeah. Saw it on the tube. Bought it on the phone. Now you're home alone. It's a piece of crap. Nice. Yeah. And then the last one that we heard was, I tried to plug it in. I tried to turn it on. When I got it home, it was a piece of crap. Neil always kept it real. Yeah. And like that song, um, it's kind of like a jam song. Yeah. You can kind of tell. Just um, having a good time. Yeah. Um, I've, al- I've also been listening to, I've been listening to a lot of lossless music still. Almost I, exclusively. I would be too if I was... I added it. more. My phone is almost out of space. It's got 250 gigs of space. It's almost out. Can you add a card? <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I think I can. Um. So he's got this other song. So, you know, my favorite, uh, we talked about it. My favorite um, Neil Young album is this Reactor album. This and Trans. I thought it was going to be Trans. Side, side by side. Like they came out. Reactor came out first, then the next album was Trans. Okay. They're both my fa- two favorites. This is this album, Reactor, is my number one favorite. Anyway, I was listening to it the other day, and he's got another jam song that I totally forgot about uh, on this album. And the song's called uh, the song's called T-Bone. T-Bone. Yeah, listen to this. It's a total jam song. Right? All right. literally how the entire song goes it's nine minutes long you saying mashed potato no, it's ain't got, got no t-bone he's like got mashed potatoes ain't got no t-bone <laughs> it's fucking hilarious <laughs> i totally forgot about how good it was this off reactor yeah hell yeah reactor is all fucking bangers all right yeah the whole album is bangers i can get in some neil this time of the year this time of the year i find neil for me is usually like fall and winter Oh, damn. I've been listening to a lot of fucking Neil. I put um, his entire catalog up until sometime in the early 2000s into my uh, lossless player. Yeah. It's like fucking 20 plus albums. I was listening to, uh, the other day I was listening to his first album, Neil Young, Neil Young. Is that the one with him like leaning on a tree? The the one where it's like it's the, the... painting or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. it's the dog there's some good good songs on there yeah it's great what about uh on the beach you know the album on the beach i think i've heard of i've heard maybe i'm thinking of something else but um, from 74 is this this is a neil album yeah 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 of the course song, uh walk on it oh i know me it. every time i know it well play a little bit of that
Oddball of a Neil Young album. I love it. That's a great song. Yeah. It's one of, one of the greats. And there's, it's a really diverse album too. It's got For the Turnstiles, Revolution Blues. For the Turnstile. Yeah, some some good good ones there. So uh, earlier we were talking about, um, I don't know, kind of we're talking about techno or whatever. Yeah. I said I had some, uh, some tracks try for out. you to check out. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm not, uh, shit what i'm gonna play this one for you i'm not sure what kind of music this is okay you're gonna have to tell me i'm not i'll try to um i'm not gonna tell you how many listens or plays this song has yeah i just want you to gauge it for yourself all right and you tell me what you think of this song all right That is some intense shit, is it not? <laughs> My brain was firing like every beat. Well, because it kind of sounds. I'm pretty sure the dude is Spanish. Okay. Yeah. I have no idea what to call that. It's insane though, like because it starts out and it's almost got like some sort of like Metallica type sounding yeah. guitar, and then <laughs> that drum comes this in. Fucking crazy <laughs> techno fucking beat comes in. It's like super intense. Yeah, it doesn't stop. Like every every beat and every measure is like completely filled. This song has really grown on me. How, how old is it? Oh, I don't know. It's, it's probably fairly old. I'm going to say at least five years. Oh, that's not as old as I thought it was going to be. It's got some old sound, sounds to it, old vibes. Yeah. 
Um, anyway, I um, did not like it. Like, I, no, no, I it's good. It's it. actually good. It it took a while to grow on me. <laughs> um, people, uh, one particular streamer will put this. Well, he puts up. I'm gonna play another song of his yeah. that he puts on. Um, he puts this song on when he gets into like police chases or races. Nice, and just cranks it. And I must have heard this song like a hundred times just on his stream, right? So. At first, I was just kind of like, kind of like you, like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's pretty good. I got to say, I got to say it. It was impressive. I was impressed the entire time. Yeah, it's a good song. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how they made it. I'm not sure. I I've never, actually, I never actually checked out any of this guy's other songs. This song has 73 million plays. Wow. On Very YouTube. Good. Yeah. I couldn't find it on like uh, YouTube music. Oh, some obscure shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I've got, I think, one more here somewhere. I'm intrigued. This one is not as fuck. It's crazy. Yeah. But it's not as crazy as that one. That one is like. That was some craziness. That one is like if you were Lewis Hamilton. Okay. And. Uh, <laughs> You know, five minutes till uh, the lights go out and it's green. You know, it's time to race. Yeah. And you consecutively do um, like bumps of meth and uh-huh. coke mm-hmm. um, right up until the point that you get into the car. For five minutes straight. And then you turn this song on <laughs> and you proceed to lap the entire field. Maybe that's how he's doing it. I feel like he'd be in worse shape. I wouldn't be surprised if the, like this song seems to really uh, get you going. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's Set got a lot of energy. I've, it almost felt physical because it's bombarding <sighs> you on like every side. Yeah. You'll have to listen to it some more. It's called Gas, Gas, Gas okay. by <laughs> Manuel. All right. Um, you should listen to it some more because the lyrics are kind of hilarious as well. I was laughing a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell by the lyrics that it's definitely not a native english no speaker. that's what makes it so good i think it's, i don't know that it would be as good if it didn't have the like broken english sort no. Of stuff no that does make it all the better yeah okay Hell um yeah. this may or may not be the right song this next one it's, i've got time well according to um according to shazam this i've got the wrong artist here but i'm gonna play it anyway it's supposed to be by I think the song's called Hydrogen and the group is called Moon. Okay. Check this out.
goes on like that. That's it. I like it. I like it. I a lot. like it. It's yeah. very progressive. Uh huh. And that. Uh huh. That's the fucking. That's the hook. That's it. Yeah, it hooks you right in. That's what I love about that kind of music is like, especially in the like the bass sounds and all. You don't need a whole lot to make it. No, it's very simple and like yeah. there are some. I feel like there's like some twenty minute remixes of this song. I out believe there, it, and you kind of forget how long the song's been on for. I could get into a super groove. Yeah, with that. so I might be putting that on for study. Yeah, M O O N hydrogen. Hydrogen. Yeah, I got it written down. Yeah, that was a banger. Okay, interesting. I, I wasn't I wasn't so sure how you're gonna feel about either of those songs. I uh, the I like the second one more. The first one was just like an explosion in my brain. The second one, like I I feel like I'd go back and listen to, and I wrote it down. So, hmm. yeah. You got any music to listen to? Yeah, so I learned something interesting today that you and the listeners may already have known. Augustus Owsley Stanley, otherwise known as Owsley Stanley. Okay. He's an acid chemist in the 60s and the 70s. Oh, so uh, there's a Frank Zappa lyric um, about uh, going to sleep on Owsley's floor. Interesting. Yeah. And it's all about making fun of hippies. The the song is. Yeah, it sounds about right. So Owsley was the initial financier of the Grateful Dead. Interesting. So for in terms of like touring and recording, he funded them. He's an acid dude. And um, he also became their sound guy and the band's chemist. So like he really just made acid for the, for the group. Okay. Um, but have you heard the Dick's Picks series on the Grateful Dead recordings? No. There's like a series of live sets from like the 70s. Okay. And they're fantastic. It turns out it's from the vault of Owsley Stanley's setup so okay. he would put a tape recorder directly into the board i don't know if that's a he would what so to get his personal recordings uh-huh. he would put his tape recorder into the soundboard right which shows. would be like you know the output yeah so he's getting like the raw cut is that unique or standard practice well yeah it's pre well you typically wouldn't mix it like let's say like you were doing a live recording, yeah. You'd set up the soundboard a certain way, yeah. get all your levels, blah blah blah, and then you would pump out um, like a main mix. Uh, that's what everybody would be hearing, right? But if you were going to putting his recorder directly into the board, right? All right. The, so the yeah, if you cuts. were going to if you were going to like use that recording outside of the amphitheater, let's say, mm-hmm. you would you would change it. But yeah, that would be considered the raw. Cool. Yeah. So he, they're getting released now. It's called, uh, shoot, two seconds. Bears Sonic Journals. And he has recordings from like everybody. He's got 1,300 sets. Um, Johnny Cash, uh, Bob Dylan, and some Allman Brothers sets from like the early 70s. Uh-huh. I'm going to play a little bit from the Allman Brothers, Fillmore East, 1970.
I feel like just being the seventies. Nice <laughs> sounds of the seventies. <laughs> I wonder if, like, if you take enough acid, if you just sound like the dead. No, because that sounded very deady to me. No, you know what? I think the oh, that did sound deady for sure. Yeah, but um, I think that for the Grateful Dead, yeah, they developed. Um, they were musicians long before they found acid. They were, yeah. Jerry yeah. Garcia like taught Bob Weir music. I don't think you could uh, necessarily learn an instrument on acid. You know, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. If you know what you're doing, it will enhance your shit. If you're, yeah, if you already have the the foundation, sure. And, but and if you don't know how to play and you just pick up a guitar <laughs> on acid, you're not going to be playing like Jerry Garcia. That's very true. Um, <laughs> yeah. That reminds me of, have you seen the footage of Santana's band at Woodstock? It's pretty like classic. I've seen all the Woodstock performances before. Man, so they were definitely on acid for that, uh, that performance. Sure. The brown acid. The keys player looks like he's going to keel over and die. You got to think about it this way. Like he's that, living for that shit. That single Santana performance. Yeah. It, it paved the way for them for the rest of Carlos Santana's career. Yeah. Yeah, it did. He, everybody knew who Carlos Santana was after they played Woodstock. Yeah, and became they became one of the he's one of the most prolific guitar players uh, of anybody's time. Yeah. What are your thoughts on his later stuff? Not so much. Me neither. Like after no, he was just cashing album. in on it. People were like, "Hey, you know, it's, hey, it's Rob Thomas here. <laughs> you want to you want to jump in on this track? I'll drop you a cool mill." Exactly. Yeah, he's and, like, "Hell yeah!" I mean, I can afford so much acid. <laughs> I I'd probably do the same thing if I was Carlos Santana. Like, there's only so much music one can make in that vein. That Santana Abraxas album, man, it's one of the best. I think it's the best of his career. Like, oh, hundred percent. Their first album was good. Yeah, but Abraxas, man, damn, it's got all the hits on it. Yeah, and the third album I was listening to a bit the other the other day. I know it goes by three in some circles. I'm not sure the actual name. Okay, good, but. Yeah, like we were saying, I think they really peaked with Abraxas. Yeah. It was quality shit. Um, I bet you if you turned uh, Carlos Santana onto this German acid, yeah. he could put out a fucking another great album. Probably, you know? Yeah. <laughs> He's going by uh, Carlos Diva Deep Santana now. Yeah. Some kind of religious he conversion. needs more acid in his life. I Sounds think like so. You know, it's a lot of fucking, a lot of these old artists find God. It's kind yeah. of weird. Like David, uh, or not David Bowie, um, Bob Dylan. Really? Oh, yeah. He became like born again. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, he's still putting out really good music, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Like all of a sudden he found God. John Coltrane, too. He got off heroin and found Jesus. Huh. John Coltrane. And then he started doing like, it wasn't Jesus actually converted to Islam, but his music got really cool after that. Well, I wasn't going to get into this topic. But now you've kind of there's two segues into it. Let's do it. Have you ever uh, have you ever heard of? Uh, I'm trying to find see if I have a if I created a link for it. Have you ever heard of the Twenty Seven Club? Yeah, yeah. You ever looked at the list of people who are on that? No, I haven't looked at a list, but I know we've got Janis Joplin, uh huh, Lane Staley, Jimi Hendrix, uh huh, Kurt Cobain. Yep. Um, Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse. Um, Pigpen from 
one of the founder founders the of the dead. He was twenty seven. Yep. Shit. Wow. They. Yeah. Did you say Jim hard. Morrison? I didn't. Nope. Oh, Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison. Um, and there's a bunch more. Yeah. And, um, I just think it's kind of strange. Just you know, twenty seven, the twenty seven club. They all lived super hard. There's only two suicides out of the entire twenty seven club as well. Who? Well, Kurt Cobain. Cobain and some guy you've probably never heard of. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people you've never heard of that are on there on the list. But, but they they lived like really rock star lives. At least it seemed like it on the outside. The uh, I think a I've lot read. of it was accidental, though. You know? Yeah. Like, I don't think, like, I think, you know, like, I've learned, come to learn just this week because of this look, doing some research on this 27 Club thing, mm-hmm. that uh, Amy Winehouse actually was drinking when she died. Yeah. She did die of alcohol, alcohol poisoning. poisoning. Initially, they reported that uh, she was off the booth. It was something else. She probably relapsed and hit her too. No, hard. no. I read this article where this bodyguard said she started drinking the night before. And then, oh. yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, the 27 Club. And it's all crazy. the greats, too. Well, some of the greats. True. I think Janis Joplin. She's like, great. But her voice probably wouldn't have lasted much longer. Who's to say? Fair. She's got some great shit. She is underrated. I've, there's some really good live performances. It's just like this, she looked awful. But oh yeah, she's homely. Yeah, she's but also I think lady. there was like some smack going on. Oh in the sure, later years. Of course, I think that's how she died. But uh, yeah, no, of course. Fuck, man. You know, like Elvis died on the toilet. Yeah, what a sh- what a terrible way to go out. People are like, oh yeah, with a ham sandwich in his hand or something. I think I think the real story is that uh, blood pressure. No, he mixed up. Uh, uppers and downers or something like that. Took the wrong combo yep uh, oh deed you start mixing the two directions you're not doing good things i mean when you when you become that level of a celebrity there's not a lot of people around you that are going to say no that's true you know and you're out on tour i mean like you look at michael jackson the yeah. dude was using fucking anesthetic that that they give you before surgery to go to sleep propanol jesus yeah he was had a doctor come in and administer propanol every fucking night Uh, it's not even real sleep have you ever had surgery before where you had you've been on propanol no i had spinal taps but that was about it um every time that i've gone under yeah uh, there's some some like lasting side effect of the the propanol the gas yeah well i think the gas uh i think but i'm not 100 percent sure i've gone out both ways gas and intravenous one time i um i had to go and get this like these cameras down my throat oh no scope it was just an in and out thing though you know yeah. so you go to the hospital like 11 o'clock and then you're out by like two or three okay yeah and so i went in and uh i don't know how old i was i was probably in my late 20s and um i knew they're gonna give you the shit to put you out right right and i'm like i'm not fucking going out don't want to do it i'm not going no no i'm saying this inside of my mind i'm like mm. i am not going out <laughs> and so they inject this shit into your mm. intravenous or whatever yeah. and you can feel it like it's just like it like, takes over it's like a bus hit you yeah 
and they're you know they're trying to get you to count down or whatever and i'm just like sustain <laughs> sustain and i kept going and the last thing i remembered was we're gonna have to give them some more <laughs> hell yeah i swear to god really yeah wow and then uh i woke up uh and my girlfriend at the time was picking me up and i was so fucked up it was one of the best feelings ever the anesthetic yeah but that's a different type of anesthetic that's not the propanol the propanol man like i was getting to earlier is like it has this like side effect where for about a week afterwards that you've had it in your system you just sleep with like crazy dreams and cold sweats oh yeah it's like the worst it sounds awful but yeah but imagine like michael jackson who's doing that every fucking night that would really that fuck doesn't you seem up. fun i don't think i think somebody was saying like you don't even go into rem when you're on that shit like so think you're about, not sleeping that's what i mean like, think about what that does to your body you're not going into a rem state jesus yeah like there's so many more enjoyable ways to knock yourself the fuck out than a, that's what i'm saying when you hit a certain level of celebrity and or bank account there's not a lot of people to say no he hired this fucking doctor yeah. He was like his personal fucking doctor. Like he's like you were saying earlier about the the dead and their chemist. Yeah. That's why it was his fucking chemist. Yeah, but with shit drugs. <laughs> I don't know, man. Anesthesiology, you gotta be a certain oh, yeah. a very smart person to become an anesthesiologist because you you fuck up and that person's long gone. It, if it goes a little too far, like the even off of by a small percentage, mm-hmm. you're really playing with fire. P- anesthesiologist is paid, get paid like yeah, because they got to have their fucking shit together. Yeah. And they only come in for like a couple of seconds, you know. No surgery needed, you know. No, just they just come in, do their thing, and fuck. they leave, yeah. That would be dope as hell. Like, I'm just the gas man. I don't do anything else. I'm just the plumber here. I'm just here to <laughs> clean a few pipes. Don't you worry too much about it. Mm-hmm. Because there's a conflict in every human heart. Between the rational and the irrational, between good and evil, and good does not always triumph. Sometimes, the dark side overcomes what Lincoln called the better angels of our nature. Every man has got a breaking point. You and I have. Walter Kurtz has reached his. And very obviously, he has gone insane. Sounds like the Queen. It kind of did. That was Audrey. Sounds sound like a message from the Queen. <laughs> That's what I would use that voice for from now on. <laughs> we like that. They've got that dance anthem channel on. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> She's like, There's a conflict in every human. He went insane. <laughs> do you recognize it? Uh, I do, but I don't know what it's from. That was that was Apocalypse Now when he's oh. sitting down just before he's giving him the mission. It's the monologue. Right. I should have known by the name. <laughs> Audrey's the best for that one. You're right. She sounds exactly like the queen does, like when she gives her like you know her Christmas message or whatever to the to the people. She Hold does like a steady. little radio addresses, you know. <laughs> when the queen dies, they should just use that lady's voice. You call Audrey. Type. Keep the speechwriters going and just <laughs> throw it into this fucking text to speech shit. Oh God, Audrey for queen. Hmm. Um. This is going to slap you in the face. What's up? I'm, <laughs> I don't know why I said that. I've been listening to uh, 
a little bit of the insane clown posse. That kind of slapped me in the face <laughs> a little bit. So, like, seriously? Uh-huh. Okay. Actually, I found, I found this album. It is fucking gr- <laughs> It's great. All right. If you, you remember, like, when we first started listening to Diane Word? Yeah. And I was like, you know, this is not a serious yeah, these aren't. They're not talking about serious shit here. It's all fun and games. Yeah, ICP. I think is the exact same thing. I think you might be right. I've um. Anyway, there used to be this lady uh, that played a character in GTA roleplay. Uh huh. And then she was this really creepy character. And now that I like thinking back, like she doesn't. Mister K killed her by accident. Oh no! Yeah, he didn't even like. Not only that is just like. He like ran. Safety her, wasn't on. No, he like ran her over <laughs> and um, didn't even realize he hit something, sort of thing. And she perma <laughs> permed the character. Like done. Yeah. Like yeah. Now she's dead or whatever. That's pretty funny. Anyway, she used to pole dance. Okay. And she used to pole dance to this one specific song. Yeah. Oh, she's played a bunch of songs, but she had this one specific song um, by Insane Clown Posse. And I could never figure out what the name of this fucking song was. And then I guess at some point I shazammed it. Yeah. Because I was, I went on a hunt looking for it and I was just, you know, I went into YouTube music where they got all their most popular songs. And I just started playing all of their songs, like one after the other, trying to find the song. Yeah. Couldn't find it. And I was like, Hmm, maybe I shazammed it. Sure enough. Like three or four years ago, I fucking shazammed it. Huh? Shazam's great. Oh, it is. I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, Insane clown posse. I never thought I'd hear you say that. So they have this album. Uh, I don't know that it's just them, although most of the songs are are by them. Yeah, it's called Big Money Hustlers. All right, it's from two thousand and one. All right, um, I think it's based on a movie, or it's a movie soundtrack of some sort. Anyway, before I play the song, I just want to talk about the insane clown posse like have you ever listened to any of their music before i had a really good friend who was a fan okay of, but you've, uh, you've heard their music before so you know yeah, like there's some shock rock elements sure and, exactly so yeah. you, you know what they're about uh, for sure um are you familiar with the gathering of the yeah, juggalos i actually had something to bring up about that well um you, you go you ahead. can bring it up after deal <laughs> um, <laughs> so you know the gathering of the juggalos and the kind of fucking debauchery that goes on at that place yeah it got me thinking. You think about these insane clown posse dudes. Um, I don't even remember what their fucking names are. Um, but think about the amount of fucking pussy that these guys have had. Yeah. And think about the like the, freaky. the range of pussy. Uh-huh. They've had everything from, you know, good to bad and everything in between. Yeah. As well, because, you know, everybody is accepted at the gathering. That's what I hear. Not only that, to a large extent, they're able to shield their identity. Yeah, it's a lot like the COVID mask, but better. They're just—it's almost like Daft Punk, you know. Yeah. You know they. Yeah. People they don't they don't really do interviews outside of character. No. Nope. They've always got the fucking face paint on. They fucking they've they put together the, a fucking recipe of fucking and, craziness. Oh, they have. Like, you think about the shit that goes on at the fucking, the gathering. Somebody should do a documentary about that. I think someone, advice has to have. <sighs> they must have. It wasn't long enough. Yeah, fair enough. Seriously. There's a lot I of could, nitrous from what I hear. I could watch that all the time. 
and like they have well it's just so fucking crazy and you know you got like like i said every type of person under the sun yeah and they're all there's no fighting that goes on at the fucking gathering it all seems pretty peaceful it's very peaceful everybody yeah. is accepting of everybody of yeah. every body type of every look yeah whatever and it's it's really interesting that there's that level of acceptance and debauchery that yeah. goes on. I, th- I think you, you know. got to be a certain type of person to be there. I, like someone I who's know. into the debauchery. Anyway. I'd like to go, but like if I was able to make myself invisible, I'm sure you could. <laughs> okay. Wow. You know, some invisibility <laughs> technology that I, I don't know about. You mean literally invisible? Yeah. Okay. I thought you meant just like hide your identity. No, no, no. I mean like a fly on the wall sort of thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That would be fucking nuts. I would totally go to that. Uh, in person with a mask or not a mask? Hell no. I couldn't I couldn't keep shit straight. I'd be laughing. That you probably fine. would be. I, I'd be the first person to get into a fight at the fucking gathering. <laughs> it was all peaceful no, until kidding. JP out of Canada arrived. I've never really gone into a fight before. No, I'm not a fighter. Um, anyway, back to the back to the song. I just had to talk about that ICP. It turns out that they got some serious fucking good beats, and I, I can get really into it if you want. Let's hear it. Um, but there's this one song in particular that this chick used to dance to, and I, I kind of knew it was ICP, but I didn't ever listen to them before. Anyway, I'm going to start it like in so we can listen to a bit of it. This is like a minute 30 in. All right. Um, we'll get to hear the chorus and maybe a couple verses. Again, it's it's not to be taken seriously. No, it's ICP. It's fantasy. You want my body fat? Kids are so sexy. Take off all of your clothes. Come over here and get next to me. is dope as hell. it is fucking great yeah and that's what caught me when this like yeah like, yeah. like mr chang is, is sitting in the strip club uh making fucking drug deals yeah and this weirdo chick is dancing the pole to this song that is great and it happened like two or three times which is why the song finally caught my ear and i was like what the fuck is this anyway i'm really into that song it's pretty good song great hook it is and so like it comes off of this album called big money hustlers the beats were pretty tight yeah. reminded me of something like atlanta all right i'm trap I'm, stuff i'm just gonna play the first song on the album all right 
like I said, I've only listened to the album maybe two or three times. Yeah. So I don't really know. I'm just going to play it and you tell me what you think of the beats. All right. Song's called Big Money. <laughs> Big Baby Sweets, motherfucker. Say something. It's going down. He going to slap your motherfucking mouth off. I need some funky motherfucker. Big Baby. You know who the fuck I am, motherfucker. Tight beat, man. I told you. Really so, tight beat. Again, I, I found like, this album because of that Spin the Bottle song. Yeah. And then I was like, I wonder if any of this other shit is good. It's pretty, it's like pretty, pretty unique. fucking good. And, you know, the fact that it's 20 years old. Yeah. It kind of, you know, uh, cements in the idea that it is good in my mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I'm listening to it for the first time, it's 20 years old, and I'm like, damn, these are some good fucking beats. They really are, man. Yeah. Like, the the way they rap is weird. Oh, no, no. As I said, it's fucking weird, and it, it's I, out to lunch. Not in a bad way. Yeah. I think it is exactly what it is. Anyway. It's the insane clown posse. I've known two juggalos in my life. I've worked with two wow. juggalos. Yeah. I, are they, are, do you still know them? I could probably get in contact. We yeah. should do a Juggalo interview. Fuck. I would love to. Especially if they've been to the gathering. One of them has. Oh, well, then if you can get the person who's been to the gathering, yeah, we I would love to, together, interview, man. to interview them. He's probably like five foot with a They're very... They're both guys? Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> he's, he's a bouncer. Has like a long Gandalf beard uh-huh. and like the nicest fucking dude, hardest worker. We got along so well, but he would always uh, bring up like insane clown posse shit when we were closing the restaurant or whatever. Huh. If you run into him sometime, ask him. I could probably get in no, touch No, no, don't go out of your way to find him. That's the only just, way. If you just randomly someday block, run into him, sure. But. The other one is a butcher who works across the street. Also, uh, was trying to get a small pornography business going when we were working there. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> I know. I really want I really want to interview somebody who's been to the gathering. Fair enough. Yeah. I don't think they've had the gathering in the last few years. I don't know. I guess COVID or just... Yeah. COVID would, would be the only I would ex- reason, I'd say. Suggest COVID, but I don't know how it works. Like, I don't know if they do it at the same place every year, if it rotates. I don't know either. This but is why we need our... Uh, I remember watching, I don't know if it was the Vice one that you were referencing or whatever, yeah. but people getting interviewed uh, there, they're like talking about how like they saved their money up all year long to make this fucking trip to the gathering. And it looks like if you were into that shit, it looks like the ultimate party. Apparently there's lots of acid. Oh, of course. I'm sure there's lots of everything. Mostly meth. Probably, but hey, man, if you're having fun out there, oh no, keep it safe. Whatever, that's it. Hey, yeah. <laughs> so, what were you going to talk about regarding that? Was it? I was just that I've, I've known two juggalos, both very nice people. Yeah, weird, but nice. Do they wear like face paint? No. So what? 
I when is they go any, to the gathering, I assume but they is, do. But, but like only I, one of them's been true. Um, how do you can you visually distinguish that they are juggalos? Not when they're at work. What about when they're not at work? We only hung out at work. You've never seen them with their like civvies on? No. Oh. Well, that sucks. Show me pictures. Yeah, but if if you just dress up to go to like a concert or whatever, yeah, that doesn't really count in my eyes. I'm talking about these twenty four seven juggalos. I'm not saying you got to wear fucking <laughs> makeup full, at work, full makeup, but and you know you you should be recognizable in a crowd. Oh, he definitely is recognizable, but as not a, as, as a, a juggalo. juggalo. No, yeah, exactly. No, but he's self identified. Anyway, um, big money hustlers. 2001 put that in your playlist it is jam 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 i might spin it it's really good <laughs> the whole album is really good yeah i would never expect uh, that to be up your alley but no the beats are tight that's all that really matters i don't discriminate no you don't sir um you got anything else i've been watching uh world war ii in color recently you know what i want to be able to watch that but yeah. I found that like the narration just isn't that great hmm. and there's only so much footage. Have you seen the newest one? The one that's on Netflix? Yeah. They yeah, did I've another one it. called Road to Victory. Oh, that no. They just released. No, no. I've seen what, World War II in color or whatever or bits and pieces of it. I love the footage. It's great footage for sure, but there just wasn't, there just isn't that much footage. It's not yeah. like there's enough footage to tell a story. You know what I mean? I'd, I'd disagree with this newer one. I don't know. There's some people on YouTube that are not using footage from the war, but are using like um, animated diagrams. Yeah. Like there's this dude who did a video on the bombing of Pearl Harbor. Yeah. And he like really broke it down to, you know, these were where these ships were located and this was in dry dock. And, you know, these ones were out doing, uh, you know, patrol and how the different um, groups of, uh, Japanese fighter pilots where they came from and how they swarmed in and how like you know only like one in ten landed some sort of uh, you know bomb or uh, armament yeah. onto the ships it's crazy these man. kamikaze motherfuckers man and I've never been much of a history guy but I'm starting to get into it a little bit I've been watching like historical stuff on Rome and world war ii and just to see the shit that these people did it makes uh daily life that's why it's a lot fucking the easier. greatest generation yeah man. They, that name still holds there Fuck. hasn't been a better generation since it's amazing to watch so the, res the resolve of people in such dire situations is i see why people get into history now yeah it's cool stuff what do you think about uh dipping sauce for your pizza yeah a what do i think yeah i'm a huge fan i okay are there any particular dipping sauces that you prefer? If there's a ranch on hand, I'm taking it. Okay. And what kind of pizza would you mix a ranch dressing or a ranch dip with? In all honesty, like every pizza. Okay. That's kind of weird. If I was to choose a pizza, it would be something that's a little bit sweet. Because not all... Like barbecue chicken. Not, not all pizza sellers um, offer dip. I think that's ridiculous. You need to have a dip. Does uh, Domino's offer dip? Shit, I don't know. I don't See, think so. You, you don't even know. I was that's, about to order your, Domino's tonight. That's your number one go-to pizza place. It is. 
You don't even know if they offer dip. Because I always have dip in the house. I like to make Wait, my own too. You make your own dip for pizza? Sometimes let's That's do like a fucking crazy. Do like a mayo base and then just like whip up some kind of aioli thing. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah. I, I mean I could I could take it or leave it. But there's like a, I don't know if it's like jalapeno ranch. That's the shit. Panago has one. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. That the pan, shit. The Panago is... Jalapeno Ranch. Okay, so and I haven't had it in forever. I would specifically pair that one with their Tropical Hawaiian. See, I always uh, paired it with. Uh, it's funny you mentioned Hawaiian. Um, uh, I always mix it with barbecue chicken. Ooh, yeah, that's a good call. Definitely a good call. You got a buffalo thing going on a bit with yeah, the, yeah. the ranch and the mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, Hawaiian. Yeah. Hawaiian pizza is the shit. I'm a big fan. Pineapple does belong. Well, it's the whole, um, you know, uh, sweet and savory. Yeah. It's fucking, it works. It sounds crazy. The pizza purists, you know, would rather burn their house down than, <laughs> than eat a slice of Hawaiian pizza. But there's something, there's some like, you know, chemical reaction that goes on between all the stuff on the pizza and the pineapple. Damn. The pineapple does give that like burst of freshness that the ham so desires because ham but, and pineapple are meant to be together. Yeah, I think. Yeah. They really are, especially on pizza. Yeah. I had my first like full ham last year. It was at our friends on the East Coast and they made a ham. I prefer ham over turkey now. Hell yeah. I made a I made a ham over the holidays. Hell yeah. Bone in. Whoa! Yeah, where'd you get That's that? The, you know, uh, the regular place. Wow. Um, the thing about it is, and I didn't realize this until afterwards. Yeah. Um, it's not something they do regularly. Mm-hmm. They just had this giant refrigerated container full of fucking bone-in hams, and I was like, I'm buying a fucking ham. Fuck. So I bought this giant fucking ham. Yeah. I don't know how much it weighed. <laughs> I I really don't know. Probably like. <laughs> Two or three kilos. It's good ham. It's bone in too. So I mean, bone in. Yeah, yeah. got to have bone in. Oh. It makes all the difference. Mm-hmm. And so these things are already fucking smoked, right? Whoa. Yeah, they come pre-smoked. It's a, it's a cured product. Yeah. So, um, you know, I just threw it in the oven for on like three hundred for like a couple hours. Yeah. And uh, it released all these juices into the pan, which I made a soup out of. Whoa! But I was eating ham for a fucking good week, and in every form, ham um, sandwich. Well, yeah, some ham sandwiches, some like grilled cheese ham sandwiches. Whoa! Yeah. Um. Then I was doing like some diced up ham in uh, omelet. Mm-hmm. Um. I took uh. We're gonna get back to this frozen pizza thing. I took some Sorry. uh a frozen Hawaiian pizza added more ham and then cheddar to it <laughs> jazzed it right at the fuck up fuck yeah um i made some soup uh i was it was just anything i even took i was doing some really crazy shit <laughs> i took this giant chunk of fucking ham and i just started using taking the cheese grater to it yeah you're getting innovative with this ham. i had a lot of fucking ham. <laughs> i live alone so it wasn't going to waste hell yeah yeah, I basically just basted the motherfucker in, in mustard. Yeah. And uh, like I said, threw in the oven at 300 for a few hours. It was fucking golden. It was just falling off the bone. Oh, the bone in ham. It was so delicious. That's a... It was moist. So good. It's superior to turkey. 
Oh, fuck turkey. Turkey is gross. It always gets, actually, it usually gets dried out. I don't like turkey. big of a thing. I've never liked turkey. Really? I, yeah, I only eat the organs. <laughs> I've, I've never tried ever, the organs. I've only ever eaten the organs or a drumstick. See, I'm a huge, I choose dark meat every time. Well, yeah, it's the greasiest. It's the best. Yeah, all the fat, all the flavor. Damn right. Mm-hmm. Chicken breast for fools. Yeah. Maybe. But um, where are you at on frozen pizzas? Um, What brand? I know you're a big president's choice, but I'm not talking about flatbread. I'm talking about frozen pizza. All right. If I was to go back to the dark side, which is the Uh non-flatbread, it would be Dr. Edgar. Bingo. Yeah, Dr. Edgar makes the the best frozen pizza. They do. And that's where I was going with this. Yeah. Is... (laughs) Well, over the holidays, uh, they I normally buy the Dr. Oakers. Yeah. Right? They're a little bit smaller. You're looking at probably a 10-inch. Yeah. Yeah, they're definitely 10 inches. It's fine. I could polish off two of those, no fucking problem. Hell yeah, me too. Um. Anyway, over the holidays, they've got the grocery store's got this fucking sale on um, Delicio. I'm like, well, uh-huh. that's, that's the fancy shit. Been there. Um. So I bought a couple of those. Fucking garbage. Do you, it, it comes out like cardboard. The hundred percent. The the crust is fucking garbage. The cooking instructions poor. It's just like the distribution of toppings. Everything. There's not enough of anything, and the crust is garbage. It's mainly bread, and it costs up to two times what the Doctor Oakers costs. And a quarter of the pizza is like fifty percent of your sodium intake for the day. Oh, I, I'm not sure that Dr. Oakers is just because it says doctor on it that, that it's actually <laughs> any better for you. Um, I think just the sheer size of it would lend to less. So, like, it's Delicio is so salty. And I, I love salt. I just really didn't enjoy it. No, man. It's not a good pizza pie. No. Mm-hmm. I, went, I was so happy to go back to the Dr. Oakers. And I think something about the size, you know, it, it cooks all the way through. I've never had a problem. Nope. Mm. No, they're. Uh, I'm a big fan of their pepperoni. To be honest with you, I'm I'm all about the their Hawaiian. Mm. It's fucking great, man. I've been making this flatbread dough, and it comes together in like uh-huh. six minutes. Yeah, it's really good. Roll it out, toss that shit in the oven. You got pies in like half an hour. Mm. It's really what are you nice. putting on them? Um, what did I do last time? I had Alfredo sauce left over. I didn't make it. Pause. Pause. All right, unpause. Um, homemade pies. Homemade pies. Last time I had some leftover Alfredo. Okay. PC brand. Yeah, of course. Threw that on the pie. <laughs> on the pie. Had uh, chicken. Mm-hmm. Red onion. Mm-hmm. Matzah. Okay. Like, like... In what form? Shredded? Shredded matzo, okay. yeah. Yeah, it wasn't the uh, the fancy pizza matzo bread. Right. A little bit of garlic shaved, uh-huh. and that was pretty much it. Oregano, salt, and pepper on top. It's like top. you're trying to recreate those uh, German flatbreads. Pretty much. Yeah. And then I hit it with uh, a little Nona's balsamic vinaigrette Ooh. afterwards, Okay, which is strawberry and fig flavored. Oh, no. I didn't purchase it, but it was delicious. Really? Yeah, I didn't expect it, mm. but it was like a thick balsamic glaze, and it kind of reminded me of the Gorgonzola pizza 
Okay. That we both like from Blaze. Yeah. Yeah. So I did that. And then I think the next day I did like a red sauce with more chicken and peppers. Hmm. Really just cleaning out the fridge. But it worked great. 10 minute cook time. Hmm. It's hard to go wrong with pizza. It is. And it was really just I didn't want to walk over to the store. That's fair. Got plenty of flour, plenty of time. Let's make pizza pie. Buckingham Palace has announced the death of His Royal Highness, the Duke of Edinburgh. It's funny every time. It really is. Like, that's the biggest down with the monarchy moment. But the thing is, is it was so, it wasn't meant to be. Are you sure? Positive. This is lot. This is a B- BBC, BBC Radio. Yeah. yeah. BBC Radio 1 Dance Anthems. It's a very popular channel. Yeah. They just, you know, they didn't just. You know, they had to mention it as breaking news, but they didn't want to interrupt the anthems. That was totally an anthem. I'm just picturing driving down the, the countryside in England, listening to these I just beats. imagine somebody with like a head full of molly or something. <laughs> <laughs> they hear this and they're like, like I said, is this one of those like James Brown is dead sort of things or is this for real? Was it in the track? No, it had to be an announcement. No, they faded. They were fading out. Right. And, yeah. <laughs> pretty funny it is pretty great i got a track for you okay Under the stairs, man. Still love. That was their last album before the one of the guys died. Which was what year? Uh, that mm-hmm. was 2018. I want hmm. to say. I heard a, uh, a Kendrick sample in there. Yeah, it was. That was off uh, Rigor Mortis from Section 80. All right, here we go. Third take. Exactly. I was wrong. It was 2016. That was actually their EP before their last album. But Still after the Kendrick. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. That was that was a Kendrick sample. 
which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, I was wondering at first if Kendricks also sampled it. No, I think they're giving a nod to him. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, love that band, as you all know. Mm-hmm. They just have a really stupid name. You hate the name. I know you do. It's just so dumb. It like, reminds me of like some <laughs> fucking shit-ass B-movie that came out when I was a kid or something. Because that is a shit-ass B-movie that came out when you were a kid. Yeah. <laughs> People under the stairs. I don't know why they went with that. Hey. It's better than putts? They do go by putts sometimes, oh, too. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> well. I was looking at, uh, have you ever heard of this Metacritic? Uh, yeah, what is it? I'm well, trying to remember. I was, tr- I was trying to think of segments for the cast. Yeah. And I thought it'd be cool to go through a sp- like specific years of all album releases. You know, and just look at, oh, oh this is like, well, this was good. This was shit. This is still good sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I ended up not being able to find the data laid out that way. But I came across this list of Metacritic's list of the top albums of, you know, 2010 to 2020. Mm-hmm. And uh, two of them were Kendrick albums, like yeah. in the top three. In terms of sales? No, in no. In terms of opinion. Metacritic. So like in, just in terms of pu- public opinion or people on the interwebs. But you know what else? The, the Kendrick albums didn't surprise me. Good kid. Um, Pimp a Butterfly yeah. was number one, and then I think uh, Good Kid, Mad City, or whatever was number two. But to me, Section Eighty is better than Good Kid, Mad City. It's in a my tough opinion, one for me, I like them both a lot. I like Pimp Butterfly the most. Do you? Yeah, but Section Eighty is fucking great. I think Section Eighty is technically an EP. Which or a mixtape, so that might still be why. is full of fucking songs. It it's is got fifteen fucking songs and on I, it. I go to Section Eighty more often than I do Good Kid these days. Hmm. Well, I first heard of Kendrick through DJ Leak's torrent website, and this was a mix. Yeah, Section Eighty mixtape came out the same week as um, Frank Ocean's Nostal- Nostalgia Ultra. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a really good era for hip-hop, man. Yeah. I think we've kind of moved past that. I don't know. I don't even think Kendrick Lamar raps anymore. I don't know. I I wonder if he's going to... Apparently, a new album's coming. Did you hear about this fucking halftime show at the Super Bowl? Who is it again? Oh, my God. It is fucking crazy. I've never heard of a more star-studded lineup for the halftime show at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Than this it's they've got they got snoop dog i thought snoop was they got m oh shit they got dre oh do they know what they got kendrick for? and they got missy elliott what i'm not joking <laughs> interesting i think there might be someone else but i think that's it that, that is, is a crazy lineup wow i it's got to be good. I hope it's good. You should see the commercial for it that, that they put out on YouTube. It is fucking crazy. Like they it can't blew disappoint. My mind. I got like goosebumps when I was watching this commercial. I was like, no fucking way. Really? Yeah. Was it YBN Corday who had it last year? I don't know. I, he, I have no idea. He put it on an album. I thought it was uh, Jay-Z or something. I'm trying to find it, but I can't. Wasn't Jay-Z supposed to do the Super Bowl? 
I think he turned. I think Jay Z turned it down. Actually, the weekend did it last year. Yeah, the weekend's pretty good. Yeah, I, I like, don't think it's the same I like caliber. Some of his music, but I appreciate that he puts out good music. Definitely, I don't think it's the same caliber as Dre, M, Snoop, and Kendrick and Missy Elliott. Yeah, hell no. Hmm, it's gonna be crazy. You got to check out the. We don't. It's not worth doing it on the podcast, but you got to check out the the commercial or whatever the trailer they put yeah. out for it. I just hope they don't fuck up. How could they fuck up? I don't know. Are Why people they... actually performing at the Super Bowl halftime show? Yeah. Like, I always wonder if it's... Did you not see Shakira and Jennifer Lopez a couple of years ago? Yeah, was, wasn't was there an incident? No. No? There's only been one incident. Okay, that was the Justin Timberlake incident. Yeah, with Janet Jackson. Right. Right. Nipplegate or whatever the fuck they call it. <laughs> she, she, got, she got the fucking washed up titty anyway. <laughs> fuck nobody want that titty washed up titty <laughs> oh god it looked used and abused i remember seeing the, before the, justin got there <laughs> i remember seeing the zoom din uh frame of that clip and i was just like that is the most disappointing titty i think i've ever seen <laughs> wish i hadn't seen it it's not it was not some nice looking titty yeah, fair enough i mean what was your point about j-lo and uh Shakira. That was a great. They put on a fucking fantastic show. And it was just the two of them. And I don't even like Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. Shakira, definitely. And Shakira, man. Wow. Age well. How fucking old is this woman? She looks so fucking young. She looks like she hasn't aged. She's got to be in her 40s. Oh, I I would say at least. But she don't look it. Born 19 and 77. There you go. She's fucking 45. Age well. Hell yeah. Speaking of uh, Eminem, too, we were talking about uh, BBC Radio. Did you ever listen to Tim Westwood? Heard, heard of them. It was, uh, he was like the radio host and he always did hip hop stuff. Okay. It was like the super corny 2000s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tim Westwood TV. Yeah. Um, he did a bunch of stuff with uh, like Royce the Five, Royce the Five Nine, Eminem, Mr. Porter from D12. Okay. And. I don't know, this is probably in like 2010, but just to see Eminem go off the top in this position, man, I'm not, we've talked about this before, not huge on his album stuff, but like the skill, Jesus Christ, so quick. I was watching uh, last night, (laughs) last night uh, of watching, like right before I went to bed, I was watching on CNN, they had, they do these like specials or whatever now, like, and they go through like pop culture by decade or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they were doing like the nineties. Yeah. Um, and they were showing, you know, they're talking about when M came came out, and this, I don't know who this dude was, this expert they had talking about it, but he was like, "Wait, you know, wait, this is Dre's boy," <laughs> and then like everybody was like, "Okay, well, let's see what he's got," but. You listen to the um, "My Name Is." Yeah, those lyrics are fucking great. Yeah, yeah. Like he talks about, um, you know, the shit I'm saying is uh, is like less disturbing than the shit that your parents are doing in the bedroom. It's like that is some. <laughs> that's not the exact <laughs> lyric, but that is some fucking smart shit. Yeah, yeah. No, he's uh, definitely a wordsmith. Kind of freaks me out sometimes. Yeah. Speaks his mind. That's true. 
and he like he's like a comedian you know like a good comedian in that you know good comedy should have no limits no and neither should eminem's lyrics it's true yeah he's done some but some people probably consider some seriously offensive shit but some of that is is i think is the funniest shit yeah he's just that shit he did about Christopher Reeves was fucking hilarious. What do you do about Christopher Reeves? You know who Christopher Reeves is, right? Then he's an actor, right? He was uh, he was the original Superman. Okay. Um, he was the original Superman uh, in like the eighties, and um, he he had a equine accident. Yes. Um. And was unable to walk anymore. Right? Not so super. He was like, I think, uh, paralyzed from the neck down. Shit. Yeah. Fuck, man. So Eminem wrote this song called Rain Man. (laughs) It's off of the uh, Encore album. Yeah. You want to hear some of it? I would love to. Okay. You asked for it. Yeah, of course. First of all, do you know who Rain Man is? Have you ever seen the movie Rain Man? I haven't seen the movie. So it's a movie with um, uh, Dustin Hoffman and uh, whatever his name is, Tom Cruise. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Rain Man is Raymond, Raymond um, who is like Tom Cruise's older brother that I guess the family like shipped him off to an institution when tom's character was still fairly young so he barely had any memory of this guy yeah and then i don't know if his parents died or whatever some somebody in the family died and he had to take responsibility of this dude that he only had like very sparse memories didn't even know that really existed Mm -hmm. and he's like uh raymond is like i guess today he would be considered uh like on the spectrum okay and he used to like obsess about things so like um, they would stop at a motel. Like, I think he was trying to drive him from somewhere back to California. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get him on a plane because he would like freak out. Driving is the only option. Driving was the only option. He had this like convertible Porsche, I believe. It was fucking beautiful. Um, anyway, um, they, he'd drop Raymond off at the hotel and like Raymond would read the entire phone book overnight, you know? So he's like a savant as yeah. well. So then, you know, um, Basically, Tom Cruise takes him to Vegas because he thinks, oh, he can count cards. Blah, blah, blah. They make some money. Anyway, so the song the songs by Eminem is called Rain Man. Yeah. And he does make some references to Rain Man because Rain Man used to say, like, uh, he when he got picked up from the institution, they, they didn't take any of his clothes or whatever. So they'd buy him some new underwear and he only liked underwear from Kmart. So he kept saying like, you know, Kmart underwear, Kmart, Kmart, nice stuff like that. So you'll hear some of that in this song as well. All right. You find me a 
offensive. I find you offensive for finding me offensive. Hence, if I should draw the line any fences. If so, to what extensive? Any should I go? Cause it's getting expensive. Being on the other side of the court, boom, on the defensive. They say I cause extensive psychological nerve damage to the brain when I go to lengths this far at other people's expenses. I say you're all just too goddamn sensitive. It's censorship and it's downright blasphemous. Let's send your shit down, cause I won't stand for this. And Christopher Reese won't sit for this neither. And let's clear this up too. I ain't got no beef with him either. He used to be like a hero to me. I even believe I had one of those 25 cent stickers on my refrigerator. Right next to Dark Vader. And Dark must have put a hex on him for later. I feel like it's my fault because of the way that I stopped. Darth must have put a hex on him for later. So he's Ooh. talking about, you know, back in the Be 80s, kid. he was a kid. Yeah. He had the Superman sticker. Yeah. And the 25 he put it on, yeah, he put it on the, on the fridge next to Darth Vader, but Darth Vader put a hex on him for later. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, here, I'll bring it back a little bit. Smart stuff, man. But at the time, like Christopher Reeve was still alive. Oh, it's Salvage. Pardon? It's Salvage. Wild. It was fucking savage, yeah. <laughs> but I think like that's just like that's just like how M writes. Yeah. He's savage. And it seems like in those earlier days it was more like horror-ish, if you will. I like, don't think so. No? No. I'm gonna play a little bit of the uh the Westwood cipher. Okay. So for this, Alchemist is the DJ. Uh huh. It's from 2010. And anyway, it's just near the end, and Eminem's about to go on his last verse, and he walks up to the Alchemist turntable and kind of looks at him, grabs the tempo yeah, yeah. controller, and like slightly adjusts it to a, just a little bit slower and comes in and just destroys. All right, let's hear it. Touching that cam and you 
the other two verses were really good too. Who's the you know, imagine you're the dumb fuck that has to sit and fucking uh mute out the fucking curse words. You know? Jesus Christ. And like when you, you wanna fucking, fucking ruin something? I forgot about that part. Oh. Jesus and like when Christ. you listen to the context of everything else that he's saying in that verse, like him saying fuck or shit is the least of your concerns. <laughs> I'm saying like it doesn't even make sense. It is pretty foolish. Um that might not have even been his best verse, but he's got three on there and they're real good. Hmm. Tim Westwood, Eminem, Royce to five nine, Cypher. Nice. Yeah. Hmm. So got bad news or maybe good news. It's it's good news okay. for public health and safety. But there has now been a an efficient test for testing if you're stoned behind the wheel. Bullshit. It utilizes an fMRI that's transportable and they're going to be measuring your brain waves for higher oxygenation in the frontal lobe. So this is out of Massachusetts General Hospital. This is complete bullshit. Why do you say it's bullshit? Okay, so where do they get their baseline from? Um I don't know. Exactly. I, I, That's you, why it's bullshit. You test like you're saying in the field where would you get the baseline i'm saying for each individual person yeah you need to have their baseline to be able to test against that i'm telling True. you what if they're yeah no i, I you agree. can't just say oh every person or there's this average baseline what if you just naturally have a higher oxygenation in that part of your brain or what if you uh just have different brain chemistry you know what I mean? Like, what if you're on uh, antidepressants, for instance? Is that how does that affect? You know what I mean? It's bullshit. It's That's all a good bullshit, point, JP. Yeah, I'm always going to be able to pick this shit apart because it's bullshit. And not only that, yeah. they can't just bring a fuck. You know what? You know what an MRI is. So the point of this was like it's it's a fucking giant magnet. True. Right. You bring that out into you can't the field. Just, it's not like a breath. <laughs> it's not like a fucking breathalyzer. You. You're, what they're talking about here is like you basically got to get out of your car and get a fucking uh, uh, a breast exam or something like with the fucking x-ray machine. It's a, it's basically a giant x-ray. They say this one's very portable and can be scaled in the field. Are you fucking kidding but me? But you do have a good point about different baselines for everybody. That's that just doesn't make one. sense. Like with an alcohol breathalyzer, your baseline should be zero. Right. Right. Brain chemistry, that kind of shit, that doesn't work that way. So if you're not testing for the substance, then right. the confounders are pretty high. Well, not only that is like, I'm always high. Uh, yeah. So, you know, when am I too high is the, really the question. It is the question. You know, it's it's just a bunch of fucking bullshit, man. They, they are going to, there's going to be so many people stepping up saying that we figured out a way to test for Cannabis. fucking impairment uh regardless of alcohol or substance yeah nobody's been able to make it work nobody they even the what is that the the Drager 3000 or whatever that machine that the cops are currently using it's like a spectro it's, thing it's so fucking bullshit like there's this um <clears throat> a legal group in vancouver that specifically specifically goes after these cases if you've been convicted based on this Drager 3000 test yeah we are going to get you off 100 percent because that machine is bullshit it doesn't mm. it only works at a certain temperature and it's, 
you're never going to a functional MRI. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on a second, sir. We're going to need to get, we need to get you uh, laid down. We need you to just step into the back of the ambulance. Okay, now you can drive. You can drive off. You're good. Bring in the chopper. We, not, we need not only the that, MRI. are they going to have like uh, one of those uh, MRI specialists that reads MRIs on duty? They're going to start hiring. At these, like, fuck off. I assume the cops aren't going to be it's, knowing what to look it's for. It's bullshit, man. <laughs> it's bullshit. That's good news. Not that I condone. You don't even drive. I know. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh man! So I have this thing with problem with my ankle. Okay. Since I was like a little kid, like I think I broke my ankle when I was a kid, and it just never it did anything. Never kind of got fixed. Oh. And so, let's say every one in hundred thousand steps, my ankle will just collapse oh. with no warning. Oh. And I'm usually pretty on top of it, especially on stairs, because gotta be stairs. Careful. You gotta be fucking careful. Yeah. So even like the day that this happened, I was on top of it. Like I'm making sure that I'm very carefully going down the stairs always. Yeah. Um, and I, it fucking went out on the last step of the stairs and I wasn't paying attention and I literally landed flat on my fucking face. When was this? It was on Sunday. Jesus. Last Sunday. Um, Oh, fuck dude dude i laid on the fucking cement <laughs> the cement floor because of the basement oh i laid on the cement floor for a good 10 or 12 minutes oh in just like excruciating pain and just like i'm just like please don't be broken please don't be broken <sighs> and then you know it just like fucking swelled up and it got really painful and I was like hopping around on it. And I was like, oh my God, I think it might be broken. Oh. And then I went to bed and I got up and it felt a little bit better. And then it feels a little bit better every day, but it still fucking hurts. And it's black and blue. Oh no. Yeah. You've seen a doctor about this. Well, no, because it's been happening my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. Does I think, it, does I think it like dislocate? Yeah. I could feel oh. uh, if I put my fingers on the, you know, on that ball of your ankle on yeah. the side, I can feel it moving right now oh yeah like it, get that checked no nah. it's just been, like i said it's been going on for a long time there's nothing they could do about it i broke my ankle so many fucking times it's ridiculous fuck man and they say like a sprain is worse than a break anyway who says that oh lots of doctors to say i that. guess you're looking at a tendon probably versus a well but a bone. no the, the thing about it is is like in terms of uh the time it takes to heal. Like if you stabilize a bone in a fucking cast yeah. and you're not putting any pressure on it or anything like that. Yeah. It's going to heal a lot faster. You're trying to walk off a fucking bad sprain. That's going to, it's going to hurt for weeks. True. Yeah. I mean, as long as you don't shatter your ankle, then you're fucked. Dude, I'm telling you, man, this is the, like, and like I said, it's happened to me several times before. <sighs> this is the most pain I think I've ever felt. Mm. Yeah. Like That's I'm a good. big, I'm a big guy, it, and it hurt, miss, man. you miss the last step of the stairs, and like it's just like you don't even have an ankle. It's like you land right on your like tibia. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, fuck. That's gonna suck when you get old. Eh, I'm already old. I'm not that old. I'm old enough. It 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 hurts. Ah, oh, dude. Yeah. It'd just be suck. It suck to be like seventy and have that happen. That's you probably I mean. be dead. That's what I mean. Oh yeah. That's no, that, that thought that went through my mind. I was like, if it's broken, I'm in trouble. 
I won't be able to drive. I won't be able to Is do it your driving foot? Oh, yeah, it's my right foot. Use one foot for for driving, right? Uh, Typically? Depends if you're, if you're driving <laughs> a manual or an automatic. Right, yeah. right. Oh, that sucks, dude. Yeah, it did suck. That fucking sucked. But it's not broken. Or at least I don't you think sure? it's pretty I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Man, oh man. Yeah, so I just put on them uh, the next day I just put on a pair of shoes, walked around in the house in a pair of shoes. Yeah. And then on the third day third day I was able to climb stairs without fucking <laughs> holding the railing. <laughs> yeah. The first day though, I was worried. I was really fucking worried. Ugh. Yeah, I thought I thought for sure I was gonna require a trip to the hospital shit man it's fine it worked out totally lesser thing but i had this cramp in my foot the other day (laughs) you fucking pussy it was disabling it was disabling charlie horse type thing my foot like yeah i did like a lobster claw thing you know what you do to fix that what stand up really 100 percent. i laid down and it got worse That's, i felt like it was going no, no, on no. my leg you gotta stand up put pressure on it i thought i was dying man like, you got a blood clot b no. rock you're dying next time it happens stand up it'll go away instantly. really yeah huh you gotta put weight on it interesting yeah i know all about those fucking cramps weird fucking woman <laughs> <laughs> anyway we should probably wrap this shit up i think so been a blast all right bye-bye